Hi, I'm Natalie Bouchard, and you're listening to Inside NC Labor, a podcast designed to inform and educate North Carolina citizens on the role that the Department of Labor plays in state government. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Inside NC Labor. We have a very special edition of the podcast today. We are social distancing. We have Dolores Questenberry with the Communications Office at the North Carolina Department of Labor, myself, Natalie Bouchard, and then we have Tommy Petty with the Elevator and Amusement Device Bureau. And for those who haven't listened to the podcast in a while or aren't aren't familiar with the department, Tommy, could you give us a little bit of background on your bureau? Yes, we're the Elevator and Amusement Device Bureau and also Tramways, and uh, we inspect all the elevators in the state, new ones, alterations and uh, routine inspections each year. We also inspect all amusement devices, uh, traveling shows, anything, any amusement device that moves, we inspect every time it's set up. Inflatables, we inspect once a year, and uh, water slides is once a year. And uh, we also inspect all the ski lifts in the mountains and the state fair and the mountain state fair. And the item we're going to talk about today is the first in the state is a alpine coaster that is located actually in the little community of uh, Sugar Mountain, which is in Avery County. Yeah, right near Banner Elk, right? Banner Elk, yes. Yeah. Tommy, this one, it sounds like it's literally built on the side of a mountain. Tell us how that impacted the inspection process and... Well, it is basically, like you said, built on, they dug a side of a mountain out with a lot of rock, trees, and made a path for the coaster to be built on. And the coaster has a cable device that pulls you, what they call a sled. Two people can ride. The cable pulls you up to the top, and then you're latched onto the track, and it's all gravity. There's no motors that do anything to send you down. It's all gravity-fed, and you come around several curves and slopes and stuff, and you have a brake device on your little on your sled so you have to push the handles forward to move and if you let go of the handles it sets the brake gosh that's unusual for the passenger to be able to control the brakes yes because on a regular coaster you have no control over anything you're just riding you're just along for the ride (laughs) that's it and so if one if a passenger just decided to stop for some reason i guess everything would have to stop well this device the sleds are just dispatched 80 feet apart in dry weather and in damp and wet weather they can still operate but they have to be 160 feet apart because the brakes won't set as quick on a wet track but if they the cars are on a dry track and they get closer than 80 feet it will slow the uh, approaching car down so it doesn't hit the car in front of it uh, and wow. eventually it will stop it if it gets too close, which is a new design braking system that used to not be on the older units that's in other states. We don't have any here, but there are some that don't have that feature on them. So you could technically, you could uh, bump the car in front of you if they stopped on the track and you didn't see them or didn't pay attention or you just wanted to run into them. So. But not with this coaster, right? No, this coaster will prevent that from happening. That's really cool. That really is cool. It's, like I said, it's the first one in North Carolina. We actually went to Pigeon Forge and looked at some and one just like it in service before we got to finish this inspection on this one to make sure we understood everything, how it worked. The manufacturer's representative was there to, mm-hmm. to go over it all with us. So yeah. it's it's going to be an experience, and uh, hopefully the 
soon everybody will be able to enjoy it once this virus is over with mm-hmm. or slows down. So basically, it's uh, inspected, certified, ready to go. Once yes, yes. A green light to open. That's, That's really right. Cool. That's cool. It's a beautiful facility they have there. They have uh, they have a handicap lift for the handicapped people to get up from the parking area up to the uh, level where the uh, sleds load. Uh, they have 26 sleds. They don't keep them all on a track at one time, but they have a building they store them in. They come off the track and they're racked hanging up in the building so the maintenance people every day can check the brakes thickness, the wheel diameter, and make sure everything's still looking good as far as maintenance of the vehicle each day mm-hmm. they have a lot of documentation they'll have to maintain on each vehicle they like i said they're ready to go just waiting for the people to be able to come well you know i didn't realize that how popular that area has become i was talking to jill kramer who's very familiar with that area and she mm-hmm. was telling me how it's exploded um jill oh, yeah. general counsel for anybody who's listening sounds like it's in a great location because initially i was thinking well why there why would they put this coaster on the side of a mountain but it sounds like it was very strategic and it's a very popular area it'd be uh hard to build it would have to be on a slope or side of a mountain or a hill or something to, to be able to function properly right. without having to build a heck of a structure under it to get it up in the air high enough to get the gravity part of it with the with the coaster literally being like on the side of a mountain and in north carolina we have tons of trees and foliage on our mountains what what was that inspection process like were there a lot of challenges well we we had test dummies that we put into the sleds and we let them go around the track. Each, all 26 sleds had to run at different times with the test dummies to make sure everything worked properly. And it's amazing to see it come down and all of a sudden it starts slowing down when it gets down to the station and brings it into the station and got a conveyor that brings it. And then you hit the stop switch wherever you want to stop it at. Then we had we had to walk the track and or, or the groundwork under the track to make sure the foundations and footers and everything looked good. Everything was anchored properly. And we did find a couple of trees that was going to need some addressing as far as trimming back. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the coaster is beautiful. It's a stainless steel, aluminum, and galvanized metal, so it shouldn't rust. Going from uh, Boone or Morganton up to Banner Elk, it's on the right just before you get to the uh, Sugar Mountain ski area. But I think that they'll do good as once this opens up and people find out about it. And even through, the, I mean, they're planning to run, operate this year round. I know, Tommy. I went to school in Boone, and I know if I was still there, I would definitely go visit this attraction because it sounds awesome <laughs> i wish i was well I, hey hey when no when covid 19's over tommy i think that it's time for a road trip <laughs> there you go <laughs> natalie and i must come see that is there anything else that you want to add tommy just uh, like I said, once everybody can get out and go, they need to come and try it out and see what they think. People of all ages. And uh, like I said, the building actually is beautiful. They've done a heck of a job building it. We started the original inspection back in November when they called for it, but we went there and found out there was a lot of items that they couldn't get ready or wasn't ready. So it took from then until now basically to get the building ready and the electrical devices working and lighting and everything that they had to have to be open. I look forward to seeing it. Well, thank you so much, Tommy, for joining us on the podcast. All right. Thank you all. 
Thanks so much for tuning in, y'all. Remember, your safety is our priority.